Hi, Larry Stewart here with 4constructionpros.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with uh, Austin Conti, who is founder, co-founder and CEO of Tenna Corporation. Uh, or not corporations, company probably. It's not incorporated yeah, yeah. yet. Uh, but, uh, but Austin, you have an interesting background. You you're come from a 100-plus year construction company sure. uh, uh, and to get into the um, asset tracking business. Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thanks for allowing me to be on the podcast here, Larry. My pleasure. Um, I come from a uh, family construction business called the Conti Group that's been uh, doing heavy civil work uh, in the U.S. and abroad for over 115 years. And uh, I've spent a lot of different time as a project engineer or a super, different roles in the company, and was able to see how asset management for any construction company is a challenge, and that spurred the idea for uh, an asset management product really coming from the contractor's point of view. So Tenno, we like to call it a construction technology platform focused on equipment fleet operations. And, okay. and we track anything from a small tool to a mid-size asset to your heavy yellow iron mm -hmm. to your fleet vehicles and we're really agnostic to what OEM you're using and we can really be that one-stop shop for a contractor to manage really the second largest cost center in their business besides labor. That's their equipment fleet. Sure. So uh, you started this business six years ago. There have been asset tracking businesses around for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was lacking on the market that, uh, that, that drew you into this business? Yeah, so I think really having a construction-centric product was the main gap. Uh, there's a lot of different products that may just handle the fleet or maybe one OEM is tracking their type of brand. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're coming from that contractor's view of tracking small tools, two fleet, two yellow iron, and all the workflows that go with it was a, was a big gap. And uh, that's what we set out to do is just focus on our industry and get all the language and nuances right in the product for the people that are going to use it each day. What's a workflow that, that Tenna handles that uh, is unique to construction? Yeah, sure. Uh, Preventative maintenance is something all contractors do. Mm -hmm. uh, we get we drive preventative maintenance uh, schedules off the live hours coming from our trackers and the machines, and then that allows to schedule work uh, for the mechanics. But like different products, we also built a mobile app that if something goes wrong in the field, like a tooth broke on a bucket, they can quickly take a picture, also a voice memo to make it easier than not to key everything in, mm -hmm. and that filters back to the platform. So we really looked at how do we make information capture from the field, really simple uh, okay. for our users. I see. I, you said it, it's a it's a, a platform agnostic um, system. So, are you able to to tie into and use data from like OEM specified uh, and installed uh, hardware and those systems? Sure, sure. So we have we have our own suite of hardware mm -hmm. uh, for Bluetooth beacons for small tools to miniature asset trackers, GPS for light towers and such. Uh, we have our own trackers for the heavy equipment and fleet, but then we can pull in the information that we're allowed to if that's location hours from the AEMP spec. So okay. we can tie some things, we can't tie everything, mm -hmm. uh, but we still give a kind of a one-stop shop view of some okay. equipment and fleet. Right. The AEMP spec has kind of advanced to more data points, or at least that it has yeah. conceptually. Is that is that just not in place in the market uh, yet? Well, I think it, a lot of people have integrated, you know, okay. part of that specification. And I think the more information that can be exposed is, is great, right, uh, right. For, for the end users. Sure, sure. So as much as as much data as as is available from that piece of machinery, and I assume it kind of depends on how far down the adoption road a, uh, of the AEMP spec that yeah. manufacturer is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But okay. you know. Location and hours and the workflows is some of the core things. Yeah. 
again, uh, tracking the bucket attachment with the machine. Like mm -hmm. that's a pain point that I would say not every asset tracking company is thinking about. Mm -hmm. How do you track the attachments? Not just the, you know. Uh, the PC 400. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are different construction pain points. Sure, sure. Cost effectively, how far down in size? You, you've mentioned small yeah. tools a couple of times. How yeah. small of tools are you talking about? Yeah, um, it depends how creative the contractor wants to get, but we yeah. can go down to you know a skill saw, concrete saw, oh. um, generators we track the small ones. Uh, our QR codes uh, are miniature dog tags. Okay. So the technology works well. We have customers tracking thousands of tools and attachments. Uh, every day with their phone with the product. Okay, so. okay, but that's something that is that something that would actually digitally report information or something you would scan a QR code and pick sure. up data off of? Uh, the QR code you would scan, right. but it'll tell you the person who scanned it, which job site it's scanned mm -hmm. into, okay. uh, the historical scans, okay. and then the Bluetooth beacons, if you walk around within 100 to 300 feet, that automatically picks it up. Okay. All and right. then it relates it to a, a primary asset. So for anyone out there that you know has cranes, you're tracking your boom sections, they also want to relate to that, sure. that crane. Yeah. So uh, that's how we're, we've been creative with our software to make things work together. Right, right, right. And give people a pretty cost-effective way of tracking some of those lower uh, um, lower investment assets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Interesting, yeah. interesting. What kind of lessons have you learned in this process? You're six years into this. Sure. You know, you came from the construction field. You're not, obviously not a, a, a tech supplier, uh, you know, not weren't a tech supplier. Yeah, yeah. Um, what kind of lessons have you learned in the process? Um, yeah, it's a good question. You know, I think obviously, uh, you know, building an incredible team that's behind our products mm -hmm. has been a good lesson. Working with the, the right people, and then I think the how much the construction industry values service. Yeah. So you can have a great product, and that's what we, we're very proud of it. But we also take a lot of pride in how we install our trackers, how we answer questions quickly for people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that service side in the software industry that we want to make sure we are top notch. So yeah. I think. What I've learned is contractors just appreciate that relationship you're going to build with them because they're going to rely on this data not only for operational decisions but for financial decisions. Should they move? You know, should they buy a new excavator? Should they move one to a job? Or should they sell it? So the data is so valuable that uh, it's really important that they understand how to use it and that we're there with them every step of the way for it. That's a really great segue because I was thinking about it as you were talking. You know, uh, one of the challenges, as I'm sure you know, with yeah. these the, the, these uh, uh, tracking systems and all the data systems, essentially, they're just sort of flooding the market right now. Yeah. You know, contractors aren't you? They're not very. They're not data processors. They're not. They're not. You know, data managers. How are you making it easier for construction companies to use the data that's coming through your system? Sure. Um, one, you have to get the information if it's from an automated tracker or from an app, really easy to get into the platform. So easy uh, data captures the first piece, and then simplified reporting by persona. So equipment manager may want to see maintenance requests. The CFO may want to understand every asset has an RPO on it. The owner wants to know how they're moving in between their jobs and what's the utilization on that asset across his fleet, across yeah. everything he owns. Mm -hmm. uh, so getting easy data capture and aut more automated, the better. And then also simplified reporting so it's not an overload of information. It's just what I need that day to do my job right, right. and getting that quickly too. So I assume there's a, there's some significant effort to allow a, uh, an owner, or a, a system owner, to, to customize those reports so that they can oh, get yeah. what, exactly what they want. Yeah. yeah. And how you build out your permission structures into the, the program, what information should be displayed, what doesn't need to be displayed. 
it's nice really taking these solutions and customizing it to their workflow yeah. uh, versus having uh, our product trying to impose a workflow on mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. And in terms of automating the data capture, how are you dealing with situations where contractors are working in places where you know, cellular access might be, might be fairly limited so there's no access yeah. to the cloud? Good question, yeah. yeah. So we have posters in our offices everywhere. Are the trackers working? So we're constantly monitoring them, and if something goes down, we like to proactively notify our customer mm -hmm. before they find out. Mm -hmm. And uh, a big piece of that, too, is how you install these actual units. We have a, a team of heavy diesel mechanics with 20 years' experience that take the same pride around the equipment that you know that company takes. So just you know, this concept of slapping and tracking a tracker on, I think, is a fallacy. Yeah. It's more of you got to take, find the right spot, make sure you QC it before you start even using the software platform. Get everything okay. installed right. And so your, your 20 year guys are, are experienced through Conti construction? Yeah, some of them, or there's other yeah. people we've brought in, but we look yeah. to you know, train you know, people that are Telmax installers, but also heavy diesel mechanics. Yeah. That's ROI stories have surprised you with your customer base. Yeah, that's, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a, a stumper. I mean, how many contractors at this show have left something you know, on the side of a road, or they say this boom section has been in the weeds for three years, oh, right? Wow. So ROI comes one from just understanding where all your assets are. Yeah. Um, the th number two, it's I think the biggest thing is the man hours saved on communication. Mm -hmm. So, how many office field shop calls are happening a day? And if you can kind of streamline that, mm -hmm. now you've freed up time for pre-planning. And that's how you get your jobs to increase your margin because things are organized and you've got time to think through more of the pre-plan side. Yeah. So again, every contractor here, you know, everyone says fire drills, you know. Yeah. So if we can prevent a couple of fire drills a year, you know, you have an RI in two months of the system. Mm -hmm. So what kind of work is uh, Tena doing to, to integrate with uh, project management and, yeah. and financial software to, to supply that, that equipment data that's so necessary to manage sure. costs? Sure. Uh, you know, we, we really just focus on the equipment fleet side. Yeah. We love to partner with as many ERPs as possible mm. uh, to push that, you know, that information back into the system. Um, and then on the flip side, for the project management tools, for the digitized form and report applications, for the estimating softwares, mm -hmm. uh, we'd like to partner and work with them. So we, but we, we really focus on our, our use case and we feel we do that the best. And then yeah. we want to work and create that, uh, that workflow for the end user to be seamless because no one also wants to maintain 20 yeah. systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, you know, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time, Austin. Sounds like you've got a, an, inter an interesting system, and I wish you the best right. of luck with it. Yeah, well, thank you for the time, and I hope everybody enjoys the show.